0: Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I will read from Chapter 8 of 2 Kings. This chapter is interesting because of the cross-currents of stories uh, that continue to swirl around the prophet Elisha. First, we are given an update on the Shunammite woman whose son he brought back to life. This is when we first really get to know Elisha when he's performing miracles on his own, uh, where she just happens to walk near the king of Israel while Gehazi, the greedy servant of Elisha, is telling the king that Elisha brought her son back to life. The king restores her land back to the woman. The conclusion of this chapter takes place in Damascus, where Elisha gives a prophecy to Hazel that he will soon become king. Spoiler alert, the end of this chapter is dramatic with a surprise conclusion. Thank you for reading. Let us begin. This is chapter 8 from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, 2 Kings. Now Elisha had said to the woman whose son he had restored to life, Get up and go with your household and settle wherever you can. For the Lord has called for a famine, and it will come on the land for seven years. So the woman got up and did according to the word of the man of God. She went with her household and settled in the land of the Philistines seven years. At the end of seven years, when the woman returned from the land of the Philistines, she set out to appeal to the king for her house and her land. Now the king was talking with Gehazi the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me all the great things that Elisha has done. While he was telling the king how Elisha had restored a dead person to life, the woman whose son he had restored to life appealed to the king for her house and her land. Gehazi said, My lord, king, here is the woman, and here is her son whom Elisha restored to life. When the king questioned the woman, she told him. So the king appointed an official for her, saying, Restore all that was hers, together with all the revenue of the fields from the day that she had left the land until now. Elisha went to Damascus, while King Ben-Hadad of Aram was ill. When it was told him the man of God has come here, the king said to Haziel, take a a present with you and go to meet the man of God. Inquire of the Lord through him whether I shall recover from this illness. So Haziel, Haziel went to meet him, taking a present with him, all kinds of goods of Damascus, 40 camel loads. When he entered and stood before him, he said, Your son, King Ben-Hadad of Aram, has sent me to you, saying, Shall I recover from this illness? Elisha said to him, Go, say to him, You shall certainly recover. But the Lord has shown me that he shall certainly die. He fixed his gaze and stared at him until he was ashamed. Then the man of God wept. Haziel asked, why does my lord weep? He answered, Because I know the evil that you will do to the people of Israel. You will set their fortresses on fire. You will kill their young men with a sword, dash in pieces their little ones, and rip up their pregnant women. Haziel said, What is your servant? Who is a mere dog that he should do this great thing? Elisha answered, The Lord has shown me that you, you are to be king over Aram. Then he left Elisha and went to his master Ben-Hadad, who said to him, What did Elisha say to you? And he answered, He told me that you would certainly recover. But the next day he took the bed cover and dipped it in water and spread it over the king's face until he died. And Haziel succeeded him. In the fifth year of King Joram, son of Ahab of Israel, Jeroam, son of King Jehoshaphat of Judah, began to reign. He was thirty-two years old when he became king, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. He walked in the way of the kings of Israel, as the house of Ahab had done. For the daughter of Ahab was his wife, He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Yet the Lord would not destroy Judah for the sake of his servant David, since he had promised to give a lamp to him and to his descendants forever. In his days, Edom revolted against the rule of Judah and set up a king of their own. Then Joram crossed over to Zaire with all his chariots, He set out by night and attacked the Edomites and their chariot commanders, who had surrounded him, but his army fled home. So Edom has been in revolt against the rule of Judah to this day. Libnah also revolted at the same time. Now the rest of the acts of Joram and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? So Joram slept with his ancestors, and was buried with them in the city of David. His son Ahaziah succeeded him. In the twelfth year of King Joram, son of Ahab of Israel, Ahaziah, son of King Joram of Judah, began to reign. Ahaziah was twenty-two years old when he began to reign. He reigned one year in Jerusalem. His mother's name was a granddaughter of king Omri of Israel. He also walked in the way of the house of Ahab, doing what was evil in the sight of the Lord, as the house of Ahab had done, for he was son-in-law to the house of Ahab. He went with Joram, son of Ahab, to wage war against king Heziel of Aram at Ramoth-Gilead where the Arameans wounded Joram. King Joram returned to be healed in Jezreel of the wounds that the Arameans had inflicted on him at Ramah when he fought against King Haziel of Aram. King Ahaziah, son of Jeroham of Judah, went down to see Joram, son of Ahab, in Jezreel, because he was wounded. And thus we end the reading of chapter 8 of second kings i have these questions for reflection i would like to raise for you number 1 what is your first impression of this chapter 2 what impact did it have on the king of israel to meet the woman whose son elisha had healed 3 What are your thoughts about the succession of kings and the way Hazel killed Ben-Hadad? Four, why do you think Hazel Hazel killed Ben-Hadad? Five, what impression does this chapter give you about Israel and Judah at this point in their collective histories? And specifically, Uh, You know, I'll tell you the question that comes to my mind. I'm fascinated with the relationship between the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah. Uh, Even though there's a succession of kings, I'm reminded that they are all cousins. They are descendants of really King Solomon. Any other thoughts uh, that you have in this chapter? I'd like to conclude us with a brief prayer. Lord. I seek your direction. Lord, I need your protection. Lord, I deserve, I desire your love. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, Pastor and Senior Minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ. I wish you God's blessing, God's peace, and most of all, God's love. God bless.